Now it's time to make a long distance call of our own to find out why in the world someone wants to be indoors watching Sheffield Wednesday on a beautiful Southern California weekend morning. That is the question we pose to our San Diego owl, Neil Schaefer. Neil, how did you become a Wednesdayite? Well, I'll answer your first question first, and that's because it's 7 in the morning or 4.30 in the morning. By the time the match is done, the sun's coming up, and it's perfect time to go to the beach. So that's that's the first answer. I became a Wednesdayite, uh, I guess, through my parents. They are not Wednesdayites, but I'll get there. My mom studied abroad at uh, the University of Sheffield, um, maintained a close friendship with one of her classmates uh, from the university who lives outside of Manchester. So our families always did a lot together. We've traveled a lot in England. And my parents, before I was born, traveled some in England. Um, and my dad, one trip, he brought home a Sheffield Wednesday shirt still before I was born. So being a sports fanatic growing up, you know, I had teams in every other league, and I would see my dad wearing the Sheffield Wednesday shirt. So it just became natural after I memorized all the information on the shirt because it lists you know, the, the date the club was formed and the, the name of the stadium and the, the, largest, uh, the largest crowd we've had. Um, after I memorized all that, I figured, you know, I guess time to be a Sheffield Wednesday fan. And so I followed them um, over the years as best I could. It hasn't always been easy, but, but thank God for the Internet. And here we are. Which shirt yeah, was so, it? Yeah, exactly. That was the question. It is. Well, this one, it was just a T-shirt. It's, uh, it's a beautiful T-shirt. It's got the, the 70s Owl logo the, with the yellow version of it on it. Um, and it's just, yeah, it's, it's, it's great. If you go, I'll plug your website. If you go to owlsamericas.com and you see my, my post about how I'm a Wednesday fan, um, you will see the, the t-shirt in that, in the photo on the page. So if anyone wants to go check it out, it's a great shirt and plug to owlsamericas.com. Great site. Basically, you've just, you just exposed the fact that, uh, some of our own, uh, hosts of the podcast haven't read your, um, blog on our website, uh, you, you guys are busy building a media. <laughs> I understand. Paddy, that, that's the perfect contrast between our slightly morose, downbeat uh, attitude so far this episode relative to Neil's upbeat positivity, which we've got to capitalize on. It, so, is, the, uh, it is the Southern California attitude, I've been told. We've got, sunshine, we've got sunshine out here every day of the year. I mean, how can you not be at least a little bit happy, right? So this is what I'm thinking. Last week on the pod, we were talking about the fact that, you know, maybe just maybe we should embrace the franchise system and move Sheffield Wednesday lock, stock and barrel to America for our own purposes. But it sounds like not not so much to the East Coast. We need to take them to the West Coast where we could actually have a happy and upbeat fan base. But Neil, I'm, I'm curious kind of in, you know, in receiving that T-shirt in, in the story you just told, what was it that spoke to you about Sheffield Wednesday? What kind of, um, you know, what, what got you excited and, and how did the story evolve from there? Well, I, I think I like the funky logo. It's like a little kid. I mean, seeing this like '70s logo, it's kind of, kind of, you know, it's kind of funky looking. So I think that was. I mean, just being a little kid, that was the first thing I gravitated towards. Um, over the years, I mean, I think it was just that family connection to Sheffield and just knowing my mom loved this town, uh, though she never attended any football matches. That is not not her uh, area of interest. I just knew her love of her time in Sheffield, um, my love of this shirt. And then, you know, my my family on my mom's side is from 
Pittsburgh, you know, the steel city here in the United States. It seemed fitting that connection to the steel city over in England. And just as I've watched them, I've just, I've, I don't know. I feel a connection more than I've, I felt watching any other of the, the soccer or football teams I've seen around the world. So it, it just, it's one of those love at first sight kind of things, I think. I was waiting for the very first person to link Pittsburgh and Sheffield together. So there I'm glad we go. got one on, on the, uh, the third episode. Yes, third episode, isn't it? So, yeah, no more. Any grandmas who liked owls, Neil? Do you have any uh, owl fanatics in the family? <laughs> um, I, you know, I, I was. I, I don't think so. I mean, owls are great <laughs> animals. They're great animals. But I, she did not have little owl figurines around the house, no. We're going to start playing bingo, I think, with some of our American fans and see where it's. I think Pittsburgh, Steel City, Steelers, obviously, massive thing there. So, um, and obviously, grandmas and owls are everywhere. So, <laughs> were there any like, favorite players you had growing up? You know, no. And, and, and part of it is just the difficulty following the matches. I mean, a lot of it was internet following. And so it was, it was limited to me, literally. I mean, a ritual of mine growing up from as early as I could read up through the end of high school was take the sports section and read it, you know, front to back every morning before going to school. And in the back page, they would have all the fine print sports and they would always have the, uh, the, the soccer tables. And so, I mean, that and the scores and, and the, so that was a lot of how I followed, not knowing necessarily much about the players for, for quite a while. It wasn't until, um, you know, the Internet age and, and going to college and having a little more free time um, after college that I was able to really learn a lot more about the players on the current squad. Um, you know, I'm a bit I've always um, I'm a bit fan of defense in any sport. Basketball, baseball, those are my specialties. So I'm a, I'm a bit of a Kieran Westwood guy, and I think he performed admirably this past week. I think there were some top-notch saves um, in the face of uh, some a little bit of adversity. So you already alluded to this, talking about the Southern California mornings. We have another, at least what's a 12.30 kickoff at Hillsborough, 7.30 kickoff for those on the East Coast, 4.30 out where you are. How do you uh, handle the 4.30 kickoffs? Um, a lot of mind over matter. Um, I don't feel good. I don't enjoy waking up. It does put you in the right frame Um, of mind, at least. The the first leg of the the playoff this past year, the Huddersfield playoff, um, was the morning after my girlfriend's birthday party. And so I went to bed a little early, but probably went to bed around one and then woke up for whatever time that match was. And, you know, it just it's something if I want if I'm going to commit to something, I'm going to commit. I don't I will admit I don't always make it. I don't always make it. The alarm goes off at 415 and some mornings I just say no. Maybe maybe Friday night was a little too much fun. Maybe I'm not feeling well, whatever. And then I might get up at like 515 or something like that. Um Try to try to put it off till halftime. It's not easy, but it's it's fun. I mean, it's something that everyone thinks I'm a little crazy to do, and there's there's something fun sometimes about people thinking you're a little crazy. You know, Neil, that attitude of just saying uh, no at uh, at four fifteen. <laughs> I've got. I've got he's moment, screaming. So. He's screaming. I want to. I want. I want to. I want to ask the same question, but I. I want to ask it through through the lens of therapy for for the next time we suffer in a derby. Tell us more about 
what you just said earlier. After the game, you then the sun is up, and then you run to the beach because I think that's what we all need to do after a bad derby. Is imagine you running down to the beach and diving into the Pacific. Tell us more about that. How does that work after a four thirty start? What you're wearing. <laughs> uh, Neil, you don't have to answer all of this. <laughs> oh well, I mean, little Baywatch dream scene at the moment. Well, right now I've got right now I've got Wednesday gear on, so I'll talk. <laughs> but um, you know, I, I think I think being by the beach, it just does make you a little more appreciative of everything, and it's it's not always easy after some of these these uh, um, some of these results, but. You know, this past Saturday after the match, I drove straight to the beach, sat in the beach chair, read a magazine, watched the waves, and honestly, I couldn't have felt any better about life or our football club. I mean, yeah, you know, it's it's not easy these days, but I live by the beach. I'm following what I think is the best football club in the world. Um, I make breakfast while watching football. I mean, there's there's really nothing better than that. And Neil, many... you know, the question that's going to be on the lips of every Wednesday fan listening to this is, have you ordered a Sheffield Wednesday beach bag from the club <laughs> shop to put on that beach bag? No, I did not know they sold them, but I will go on this evening, except, I'll be honest, I tried to buy a shirt today, and it told me that it did not recognize my email address when I went to log in, and I went to create a new one, and it told me that there already was an email address, an account associated with that email address. So I'm going to be making a phone call to uh, to Hillsborough to get that sorted out. And as soon as I do, I will be ordering the beach towel because that is a must buy. I will throw this out to our uh, to our English contingent here. Does the, I guess Neil's philosophy doesn't work as well in Brighton? Maybe do that. Brighton, it might work okay in Brighton. <laughs> yeah. I'm as, not sure. As, as, as I said, a lot of my a lot of my philosophy is mind over matter. So if you have to do a little polar bear plunge. If you have to jump in a dirty river somewhere, like next to an old industrial Gowanus Canal, yeah, if you have to, you know, go jump in the North Sea. Just whatever, it's good for the body, it reinvigorates the blood, circulates. You know, we don't have the warmest water here, so it's uh, it wakes me up too. Can I jump in the Hudson River? That's what I've often felt like doing yes. after watching the Wednesday recently. I just jump in the river and maybe just never seeing anyone ever again. <laughs> My outlook of jumping in the Hudson River is way more bleak than your outlook of jumping in the, uh, in the sea. But it sounds amazing. I, and honestly, I wish I had a beach to go to every time Wednesday lost. I'm jealous. <laughs> That's what I mean. Therapy. You see, now imagine the whole of Hillsborough just diving into the ocean after a bad derby. It's perfect. I should just, well, I should just start doing a live stream after every bad loss. <laughs> sit at the beach, prop up my iPad or my laptop, <laughs> facing the waves. Uh. Exactly. Every so often I'll check. Every so often I'll just like pop a new beer and put it in front of the camera. <laughs> this is amazing. This is an amazing moment, Jeff. Jeff, have you got any like rolling wave sounds so we can just play in the background here? You have the minutes to hear waves rolling. Uh, maybe I, we, can, we can start like a side business here, like virtual reality for the suffering football fan, because not just our club is suffering. I mean, you got like 15 tiers in English football, and then every other league around the world. Guys, this is a gold mine. Yeah, I follow. I do feel up. like Wednesday fans in general could use a little bit of uh, transcendental meditation on the beach, anyway. So, uh, yeah, or, or at least those that spend their time on Twitter. 
I think we've got to be careful though here because you know kind of mental therapy massage therapy relaxation these things are all premium products right I mean Wednesday fans are going to want a pretty deep discount so we're going to have to come up with a pretty uh, pretty lean economical model in order to provide this to 30,000 people on a weekly basis we we just need to find some Australian and uh... hear me out here we partner with iFollow Whenever you're down by more than two goals, a little link pops up in the top right hand corner and says, Take me to Neil's Beach. And you yeah. pick a little link <laughs> and you, you, you whisked away to a virtual beach and sea with the, the waves. And no one cares about losing 2 0 to Derby. We've, uh, we've descended into Paddy's personal fantasy here. This is, um, well, this is getting me. even more disturbing the more. <laughs> Paul's got me started. I mean, I'm already picking Neil running down to the beach. I like it. I think when we have our, <laughs> when we have our, when we have the uh, Owls Americas pop up at Hillsborough, we'll 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 bring Neil. We'll just have this virtual beach. If we lose, we just invite all the fans just to come and chill out on our beach. We've been talking about New York Owls away days. I feel like doing one in San yeah. Diego is probably not the worst idea in the world. I, I think we need a right. nationwide road trip. Absolutely, definitely. I mean, well, I already feel relaxed to talk about you, Neil. Um, I do. How you? How do you think the season's going so far, Neil? Um, you asked me to be positive, so I'll say, okay. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's it's uh, not great. Not great, to be honest. I, I think uh, I, I think we've had a, a little... Our expectations have been a little too high each of the last two years, but we should be executing much better than we are now. I mean, obviously, I don't need to go through the losses that we shouldn't have on our record, but I, I take some solace in the fact that um, that I, I don't think the players they haven't you know given up on the team. They still want to play for Sheffield Wednesday. They they for the most part seem to really be putting their or at least attempting to put their best feet forward. Um, and there's still a long way to go in the season, so. That's the positive spin on it, but uh, it's it's a struggle. I mean, for all of us, obviously, but there's there's still time. So Neil, I've got one one final question for you, which is kind of to let um, folks into kind of a bit of the the sausage making that uh, that brought about Owls Americas. So back in the summer when we were uh, we were putting together this group and the concept of of trying to bring together all the fan groups across the US and Canada and and South America we you know we kind of dreamed up this idea of Owls Americas and we did a, a quick twitter search and we found this guy who had the uh, the handle Owls Americas yeah that guy turned out to be you so That's me. um one thing you were absolutely gracious in uh, in helping us to to get things set up in terms of of setting up the organisation, but I'm just curious, you know, what what was your original thinking there in terms of trying to connect with other Wednesdayites in America, and, and you know, how's that been going for you, and 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 what are you hoping for, um, you know, as we go through this season and and forwards? So it was one of those ideas where where life ended up getting in the way, and and you know, other things took hold, but my idea was your was exactly your idea. Like I was on Twitter, I, I on my other Twitter account. And I was like, you know, there's Miami Owls, Tampa, Vancouver, you got Ohio, New York, you've got South America, you've got all over the world. I was like, the least we could do is try to set up a network where we could advertise meetups and have articles periodically, maybe expand it from there, try to connect these Owls fans nationwide. And that was that was exactly right. And I got to commend all of you on what you put together. The The site is beautiful. The podcast is fantastic, especially the Muppet theme that's been running throughout, um, and it's uh, it's incredible. I love it, and I love how quickly it seems to have grown over the last uh, few months. Um, it's amazing the recognition it's gotten 
both here and on the the official site itself. Cool. Well, thanks, Neil. Um, thanks so much for coming on to the uh, podcast. We will definitely have you back. We want we need your positivity. We need your beach, uh, and we'll we'll look forward to hearing from you again soon. Thanks so much. <laughs> <laughs>